1: be Nation, what's going on? It is Thursday, February 2nd. That's Ryan Roberts. I'm Brian Driscoll. And we're going to have to call a little bit of an audible on what we were going to talk about today. Because what we were going to talk about today was the Notre Dame defensive line. We'll find out if uh, we'll have some time to get there. I think that we will. But Ryan, there's obviously been some breaking news that we're going to discuss. I've been on the phones for the last, I don't know, 45 minutes trying to figure everything out. And we're going to kind of just give you the latest of what we know and what we can share. And obviously what we know is that Notre Dame offensive coordinator Tommy Reese is expected to be in Tuscaloosa today, where he will interview for the offensive coordinator job at Alabama. Uh, basically, what we can say is Nick Saban reached out to Tommy Reese this week. Uh, they spoke a little bit yesterday. Saban expressed his interest in Reese, and today he's, Reese is going down there for a formal interview and to see if it's a job that he would want or not. Talking to sources, this is not a situation where he is going down there and it is a formality that he's going to go interview and get the job. I fully I what I can say is this that the report from Chris Lowe of ESPN that Tommy Reese has emerged as the top candidate is accurate. That is that is accurate. This is who Nick Saban has zeroed in on, right? He's looked at a couple guys, he's zeroed in on Tommy Reese right now. And he is the top target. Does that mean that Tom Reese is definitely going to leave? It does not. I'm not saying he isn't going to leave. I'm not saying he's going to stay or he's going to leave. I'm just telling you it's not a formality. It's not a a foregone conclusion that he's going to go down there and take the job. That's going to be determined by kind of how today goes. But, you know, obviously, Ryan, this is a big news for Notre Dame. And it's a very interesting, uh, very interesting development. So we're just going to kind of dive into all of it and just really get into what this means for Notre Dame, what this means in a lot of different ways. So first and foremost, Ryan, just your overall thoughts on the news that came out today.
2: I mean, it, it coaching world works in very quick and mysterious ways, doesn't it? I mean, this is something that we didn't really have on our radar, you know? Like we always just thought, you know, that there would obviously – I didn't expect Tommy Reese to be at Notre Dame forever, and we'll see obviously what the timeline is for him to continue to be at Notre Dame. But – I mean, it's very interesting that Tommy has quickly become the guy on Alabama's board. It's obviously, you know, you're kind of hearing some names floated out there, like the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma that was down at Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin. And you're hearing a bunch of different names. Obviously, the Washington offensive coordinator was a guy, Grubb, that had just been kind of linked to Alabama a little bit, and he announced that he was going back to Washington. So just interesting kind of seeing – the steps in the process, I guess, to get to where we are now, where Tommy Reese has now become the top of the board guy for Alabama. I'll be interested to see how things materialize over the next few days, obviously, and see what comes of it. But it's just it's, it's very interesting because it was just something, I guess, that I wasn't expecting. I had kind of put it on the back border and just thought that Tommy was going to be here in 2023. You know, like I hadn't thought too much deeper into it, but it's uh, it's gonna be interesting, man, because he's very It's a very different move for Nick Saban in the sense that going from Bill O'Brien to Tommy Reese is like polar opposites, in my opinion, as far as some structural stuff, but also just kind of where they are in their careers. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost a 180, in my opinion. Personality-wise as well. Yes, absolutely.
0: (laughs) We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: So I think the one thing for 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 sure that we do know is obviously that um, I think it says a lot about, I mean, look, we've said this for a while and a lot of Notre Dame fans don't want to believe this and they have continued to not want to believe this, but Tommy Reese's perception, I've said this for a while, Ryan, his perception in the college football and NFL world is completely different than his perception from Notre Dame fans. Completely different. And I think this year is a perfect example. I, I've I've had conversations with several people outside the Notre Dame program, and they look at it as a minor miracle that Notre Dame was able to win nine games this year with what they had going on at quarterback, and for half the season with they had going on at wide receiver. The defense was solid, wasn't nearly as good as it had been in the past. You you had an offense. You had a very tough schedule this year, in 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 many instances, but what you had was is a, a an offensive system that at times was really good and other right. times it was inconsistent right we've talked about that the, the the belief is that the belief is is that in this instance Ryan that the struggles on the offense had more to do with the quarterback that's the belief that people have is you know you had him a quarterback and you drew pine a quarterback and yeah it, you're you're going to struggle to move the ball but Look, this isn't this isn't something that should be new to people. We've been saying for a while, the perception of Tommy Reese outside of Notre Dame fandom is a whole lot different, and he's a lot more respected than than he's been. I mean, going back to 2020, I had NFL people telling me how much you know NFL teams liked the stuff he was doing pass game-wise, schematically. With sure. a- Quarterback is what a lot of people felt. Most people didn't view Ian Book as a, as a third or fourth round pick like Sean Payton, right? I mean, that's just the reality of it.
2: Well, and and last year too, Brian, I mean, there was obviously the whole conversations about, you know, Miami's interest in Tommy Reese, the University of Miami in LSU, wanting, you know, Brian Kelly, wanting to bring him down to LSU. Like, I mean, this isn't the first time we've heard Tommy Reese's name talked about in these circles. And obviously the respect is there if he keeps getting mentioned in that realm. Right. So I I do think that the perception is a little higher than what, you know, what the landscape of Notre Dame fandom kind of paints him as, you know, and I mean, I've had my back and forth with, you know, just kind of his abilities as an offensive coordinator. Like I'm not going to paint it right. Like there's been some good things that I really like. There's been some things that I think are very inconsistent and a little maddening at times, but regardless, the perception that is outside of the Notre Dame sphere is that Tommy Reese is a smart, young offensive coordinator that has a lot of ability and again nick saban wouldn't be making this move now and trying to obviously well not trying getting him down to tuscaloosa to interview if there wasn't a serious respect on his part because he is a nick saban's a control freak let's call it what it is right i mean he's a great coach but he wants things done his way and obviously circling in cycling in on a guy like a tommy reese obviously he has a high opinion of his abilities as an offensive coordinator
1: there's a question here from, from Brandon Plencer a Super Chat, so I want to bring that up since it's pertinent to what we're talking about here. He says, isn't Freeman giving Tommy full autonomy and freedom on offense? Why would he entertain this? Well, there, there's really – it's a simple answer, Brandon, and we may not like it, but it's Nick Saban. It's Alabama. I mean, everyone here in this chat always tells us Alabama this, Alabama that. Alabama's great. You can't you can't recruit like Alabama. You can't do this. You can't do that, right? That's what everybody tells us. So when that program, a coach who's won what seven national championships, comes calling, you look at his last, his last. So he's had, he's had five offensive coordinators in seven years. Those five guys are currently the head coach at Ole Miss, the head coach of the New York Giants, the head coach of the University of Texas, the head coach of the University of Maryland, and I'm trying to think who am I who am I missing. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, who's now the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. Yep. Right. So like if you're a coach and you're considering, hey, I have uh, goals. What what have the Notre Dame offensive coordinators done? Right. So uh, one went left to be the head coach at UMass. I don't know where the heck he is now. Right. One is currently an offensive coordinator at LSU. So lateral move. One is currently unemployed. Right. And then there's Tommy Reese. You know, one's the university, uh, the head coach in the University of Miami of Ohio. So the track record of promotion at, at Alabama is significantly greater th- at, 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 than it is in Notre Dame. That, that has to be considered. If you're being objective, you have to look at that, right? And so now I'm not saying he should take it. I'm not saying that at all. Matter of fact, and we'll get into this in a little bit, I don't think he should take it. And I'll get into reasons why. But to answer Brandon's question, why would he entertain this? Well, you know, he's going to get a big pay raise. And and that would be one reason. But again, it's it's Alabama, right? And if you're yeah. someone who wants to, if you're someone who wants to, kind of have that opportunity, then that then that's what you do. And then the other thing too is, you know, look, the way that Notre Dame fans in this chat are talking about Reese, that's another reason to consider leaving, right? Yeah. He gets he's been getting crapped on for a decade by Notre Dame fans. Let's be real about that. Right and there's, and, never, and, and there's
2: never any middle ground with it either no, it's either you hate no. him or you love him like it's just right. like no I right there, there's no rationality with some people now i don't yeah. think
1: that's factoring into why tommy reese is considering the job I I, I I haven't talked to a single person about that but the fact of the matter is um, you you that's something that i look at and i think about so you know look the reality is is it's 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 more, it's alabama and if Alabama, call, I mean, think about it, if the if the best program in your profession or the best place in your profession called and said, hey, we want to talk to you, you're going to listen. And my I'm understanding obsessed. is, is that's all this is, is it's like, look, Saban wants to talk to you. You go down there and you hear what he has to say. And now what well, does that mean? He'll take the job. I honestly don't know. Does that mean he'll turn down the job? I honestly don't know. And 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 that that's not me telling you something. And but I really know what's going on. But I just can't tell you. There's things I know about this situation that I can't share. But that's something that I promise you I'm truthful on, or not not truthful on. I'm always truthful if I say something. But I'm being open and honest about is it, a decision hasn't been made as far as I know. And that's what today is going to be about. Now I do expect things to move quickly, sure. one way or the other, Ryan.
2: And we'll yep. find out
1: very soon. And so.
2: Well, Brian, we've we've even talked about the recruiting side of things with like the whole situ- like not not directly with this, but the whole Alabama influence, right? And I mean, I'm a lifelong Notre Dame fan. Like my fandom is as pure as you can find, right? And but if Nick Saban called me. I would listen, right? If I was a recruit, sure. if I was a coach, if I was any person, I mean, it's Nick Saban. He has that type of respect too. And I just want to say, cause I, I saw something in the chat. I'm not personally saying that there's no middle ground. I'm saying most people in the whole either are here with Tommy Reese or they're way left, right? Like there's not much middle ground where you could say he's done some good things, hasn't done some great things. There's still some things that he needs to improve on and it's okay to have that conversation, right? But at the end of the day, Yeah, Tommy Reese is a Midwestern guy, went to Notre Dame, graduated from Notre Dame, has coached Notre Dame since 2017. Like, he's a Notre Dame guy, right? But at the end of the day, Nick Saban deserves that respect. He does. I mean, if he called anybody, they would pick up the phone. And it doesn't mean that he'll necessarily take the job. That just means that you listen. And there's nothing wrong with listening. There's not. When when a legend calls you, you listen, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. So uh, one of the questions that we had here about what somebody just said is Josh Buffo, the motivational business maker asked, you said it, Brian, five OC in seven years for Bama having coaches get promoted or called as a good thing for Notre Dame reload and go on and win uh, on the field and recruiting trail. Let's go again. The comment here is, is assuming that he's going to leave. And I would say that that's probably not a good assumption yet at this time. I think uh, again, I, I truly don't know which way this is going to go, and until the interview happens, we really don't. We really don't know. Um, so uh, another question is: somebody says uh, uh, Brandon Plenzer says, since Reese has initiated this, can we talk OC replacements or favorites for the position? Reese hasn't initiated this. This was a right. this was initiated by Nick Saban, and so uh, right now I don't really care to get into the conversation of possible replacements because right now Tom Reese is Notre Dame's offensive coordinator. Uh, I will say this in all honesty, that when Ryan and I are done with the show today, we're going to sit down and come up with a list of guys that we're going to you know, have. We're going to study in case this does happen and we'll be prepared to move on. Because I'm I'm not sitting here saying, oh, he's not leaving. No way. No way. It's time. You're going to leave. I'm just telling you it's not a guarantee that he's going to take the job either. And right. so we'll have to see how all that develops. And so, yeah, we'll have to do our due diligence and look at some potential options. I'll tell you one guy that I will say absolutely no to is I swear to the good lord above me that if I hear one more person recommend Cliff Kingsbury for this job, I'm gonna lose my absolute you know what.
2: He's a he's a Thailand man. He's not taking calls right now. You talk about
1: failing up. I mean, oh my gosh. <sighs> You know, yes. so, um, yeah, he can, he, stay, he is he the can definition. stay in Thailand for all he's I He's the definition of Taylor.
2: failing up to that conversation oh we had the other day. I mean, he wasn't a very good head coach on the FBS level, and then he gets a head coach job in the NFL. So, yeah, he's – Yeah, you know, he of definitely. course,
1: Sean Davis just texted me, go get Kingsbury. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> Sean trying to start fu- start stuff with me today. <laughs> uh, you know, but, I mean, look, that's that's the thing, Ryan, is, is you know, that's the position the nerd Dame is in right now is – If he does, in fact, um, you know, take this job, then Notre Dame's in a a very unique situation because, well, let's just dive into it, right? Let's talk about it. Should Tommy Reese take this job or not? What are the pros and cons? And and I think that's something that we should have a conversation about. And you and I aren't going to necessarily agree on some of this based on the conversation we had at the very beginning. Um, So pros, obviously. So we'll kind of go pros and cons and then kind of say what, what what we think he should do in my opinion. So to me, pros are, it's Alabama, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's one, that's a big one. Okay. I mean, that's a big pro. You're talking about a program that's, you know, won a national championship, what, two seasons ago, three seasons ago, two seasons ago, right? Played for a championship a year ago. Saban has won, see here, nine, 11, 12, 15, 17, and 20. So six national titles at Alabama, seven overall, you know his first his first national championship was Tommy Reese's senior year of high school, and since Tommy Reese has been in college as a player or coach, Alabama has won what would it be, Ryan? Four national, five national championships, right? Since he's so 11, 12, 15, 17, and twenty. Yep. Right. Yep. So five national championships. Obviously, Tommy Reese coached against Alabama a couple of years ago in the national championship game. We said a, a week ago, two weeks ago, actually, we said before the bowl game against Gator Bowl that. The results weren't great, but if you look at – if you break down the game, the game plan that Notre Dame had, the play calling from time recently that game was actually pretty good. We've yep. said this. It's just that the quarterback couldn't execute it, which, again, I mean, he's the quarterback's coach, but, you know, I don't know how much, how much more you could have got out of Ian Book as we've discussed in the past. So, you know, you're going to talk about a school that's bringing in the number one ranked recruiting class in the country. You're talking about a program that can go anywhere and recruit anybody at any time. You've got yep. resources that are better than anybody in college football right now. I mean, those are the those are the pros, right? So, Ryan, any more that you would add to that conversation?
2: Did you mention the pay raise, most likely, in that situation? Oh, it'd be a huge pay raise. But honestly,
1: yeah. on, but to be real with you, I don't think yeah. that would really be the a determining factor for Tommy Reese. I don't. It's, it's uh, a
2: big pro, though. It's a big pro. I, I
1: mean, it's a pro, but I'm trying to think of things that would be kind of pros for him. Okay. And, and number one, I think he's making pretty good money at Notre Dame. I think he would get a pay raise. Jack Swarbrick would definitely give Tommy Reese a pay raise if Tommy Reese needed that to come back. Sure. But I, I think that Tommy has, I mean, number one, he's not married, right? He doesn't have kids. So he's not in a position right now. He's only 31. He's not in a position right now where I think he feels, oh, gee, I got to go maximize this deal. If he felt the Alabama job was not the best job for him, I don't know if there's a a reasonable money offer that Nick Saban would offer. I mean, of course, if he wanted to offer him $10 million, okay, but that's not going to happen, right? So when I say I don't know if there's an amount, there's not a reasonable amount, that I think Nick Saban would be willing to offer to get Tommy Reese if Tommy Reese didn't want to come to the point where it would be enough to make Tommy Reese change his mind. Sure. I think if he makes this decision and takes this job, I think it would have a lot to do with, okay, this is a a thing that's going to give me a huge career boost. Give me a chance to compete for a championship quickly, and then if you look at the success that previous coaches of uh, the the people that have held that position beforehand have had, that fits in line with what you're trying to accomplish. Where at Notre Dame, and, and, it's a little yeah. different.
2: And he's only what 31 years 31, old. 31, right? yeah, yeah. So I mean, that would be a. If, I mean, if he hits that track that some of the previous have oh. made, I mean, he's going to be in a really good position in the very near future, right? I mean, right. he might be a. NFL offensive coordinator or a head coach in in college football within three to four years. Like, that's possible because that's what kind of the track tells you that happens, right? Which is interesting. So
1: I think some of the cons for me are, honestly, and I've said this before, and and I know that a lot of people don't agree with me, but I said it before the season, and I think I got proved somewhat correct, that Alabama's talent isn't what it's been in the past, outside of one position, and that's quarterback. Now, the offensive line has talent, but I don't think it's like this crazy, insane unit like they have, they've had in past years. It's got a lot of potential, though. But I don't think the receiving core is what people make it out to be. I said this last year, and it, they didn't play well. And, yeah, okay, part of it's Bill O'Brien, and he's not a very good coach. But I'm telling you, the talent is not what it has been in the past. The running back room is completely dependent on incoming freshmen, in my opinion, because the running back room is not what it has been in the past. And the tight end room is it's going to be good, but it's not elite either. This is and then the biggest one for me is the quarterback room is not impressive. I mean, you got Ty Simpson, and then the incoming freshman. What else do you have? The quarterback market right now in the transfer portals. There's nobody out there that's going to move the needle in the portal either. So, I, the, 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 and why does that matter? Well, because the expectation Ryan is going to be that your offense is like what it's been under. Lane Kiffin and under Steve Sarkisian and guys like that. There's not going to be this, there's not Alabama. Well, you know, the talent's not as good as it's been. So yeah, it's okay that you're not lightening up the scoreboard the way the past coaches have. So I think that's a, that's a con is you're, you're not walking into as good of a situation as what I think Steve Sarkisian walked into, right. you know, where he had what Mac Jones Tua a and Jalen hurts all in the quarterback room. And now you're talking about Ty Simpson and, you know, Jaylen the Milo incoming freshman, maybe yeah. Jalen Milroe unless he moves to receiver, like, you know, what, what's the, what's the quarterback room at Alabama looking like right now? And right. so to me, I just, I don't think the room is, is what people make it out to be. So unless there's a quarterback out there that I don't know about that could potentially be, an option for Alabama, and and I don't know who that would be. It have to be someone going into the portal after spring ball. I don't think the rosters is good. To be completely honest with you, I, I really don't. So, I think that's another factor that I would have you have to look at, right? And and here's the here's the thing. So let's talk about whether or not if you were in his shoes, you take the job or not. I'll start. I this is going to sound like a homer take. I get it. It's fine. You can say whatever you want. But for me, I've been pretty consistent about this. I have been very consistent about this before this whole time Reese thing came up. I don't think Alabama's talent is what it has been in the past. Now the incoming freshman class is a step back in the right direction, right Like they just signed a freshman class to me that has a chance to be to get things back on track, right? And I know they had a lot of big name guys on defense, but look, I like Jalen Hale a lot. The rest of their receiving court is good. It's not great, but they added some size. Uh, they signed an okay tight end to Ty Lockwood, but a very good running back room. I talked about Dylan Lonergan. It's a good offensive line class. So I think it it's a step in the right direction, but this isn't a vintage Alabama offensive class in my opinion. You know, there's no five-star receiver. There's no elite receiver that people talk about. I like Jalen Hale a lot, but it, this isn't like think about it, right? In the two-year span, Notre Dame or Alabama at one point in time signed was it? It was uh, uh, Henry Ruggs, uh, Jerry, Jerry Judy. Judy. Yeah, you had Jalen Waddle, and I miss who was the fourth? Uh, Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. Too. Okay, and then John Mechie. They haven't signed that kind of group in the last couple of years. It's been good. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of teams around the country that are going that would want Alabama's receiving core right now, but it isn't as good as it has been in the past. And so when I look at it, Ryan, I, I, th- again the talent level isn't what it's been, but the expectations are to me just as high. Right. And so to me, I look at that, and then I look at Notre Dame. You have you're the one is off it's Tommy Reese that has built this group that we all have these expectations for, right? You're the one that went out and got Sam Hartman and and and, and Tyler Buckner and Kenny Minchin. and you got C.J. Carr coming in next year. You're the one that went out and got Logan Diggs. Wasn't I've said this before. It wasn't Lance Taylor. It was Tommy Reese who went out and got Logan Diggs. You guys have got this dynamic running back room coming back. You have upgraded the receiving core exponentially in the last in the last several months. Your tight end room is good and you're going to have arguably the best offensive line in the, in the country next year, which we talked about yesterday. We expect them to be in the conversation for the best. And so to me, it's one of those things where do you go be the next guy at Alabama? Or do you become the guy that gets your alma mater back to the top? I mean, that's the that's the battle that he has to that he finds himself in. Right. So for me, obviously, I'm a little bit biased, but I think so is Tommy Reese, as a Notre Dame alum and a a Notre Dame graduate, is stay here and build this thing up because I feel like if he's able to kind of take this next leap as a as a coach and get this offense to that next level. I mean, he can he can ride his own tick. I mean, dude, he's got Nick Saban coming after him a year after he barely scored over thirty points a game, right? Imagine if Notre Dame goes out there, Ryan, and they're as good as they as as we think they're going to be on offense this this year,
3: right?
1: You know, yeah. that's that's the way I look at it. So, I, I mean, I I think that's I think you,
2: pitch. yeah. I mean, I think you made great points about the talent gap maybe not being as much as it once was. And I agree with you on that. I don't disagree on with offense. you. Defense, yeah, on offense. Defense is a different yes. story. Yep. Yeah. I'm talking about the offensive side of the football. I agree with you in, in all, all the points that you hit, right? The Alabama wide receiver core is definitely not what it used to be. A couple freshmen coming in. I, hey, I think hey, Ryan, see-
1: can, yes. can you kick that over again? You kind of froze for a second there when you said the wide receiver core isn't So just just kind of get back to that. You just froze for a second, so we missed a little bit of what you said.
2: Gotcha. No, I was just saying that the wide receiver room isn't quite what it had been. You make that solid point, right? The running back room has talents, but it's mostly young outside of Jace McClellan. I agree there. Quarterback room has some questions that need to be answered. I I think we see the talent conversation of Alabama in the same way. I'm just – if I'm trying, though, to to have – the understanding of what Tommy Reese is looking for. Because we've talked about this before, right? As far as the track, I think that Tommy Reese does want to be in the NFL eventually, right? Like I do think that that is the ultimate thing. Like I don't see him being a lifer at Notre Dame. I just, I don't currently see that, right? So I think he looks at Alabama and he says, yes, there's a lot to figure out, but I've had some success with Ian Book, obviously, right? I've had some success with Drew Pine. The one nine games the Drew punches. Pine is my
1: quarterback, right?
2: Exactly. So if you right. look at that and you say, yeah, maybe Ty Simpson isn't too a tongue of Vailoa, but like, I could probably get the most out of Ty Simpson, right? I could probably get the most out of, you know, one of the freshmen if it comes down to it. Like, I, I just think that from his perspective, this might be the move for Tommy Reese. It might be. It might be.
3: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This
0: is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: I mean, might be, but I guess my point is, is if you're looking at it from what you've had... You don't have those. You don't have what Alabama has had in the past. You don't have – Mac Jones isn't walking through that door. Tua's not walking through that door. Bryce Young isn't walking through that door. Jay, Jerry Judy's not walking through that door. That That's kind of where I'm coming from. Yes, in the past, there there has been a clear talent gap, significant talent gap in most years. I'd say like 2015 was an exception, right? I mean, I, I, I Notre Dame could compete with Alabama that year in a lot of places on at the skill positions, not the depth-wise, but the starters. But you're looking at what what's coming back, and the reason that I point to that is because it'd be different, Ryan, if it was Tommy Reese was the OC at LSU, and he was considering going to Notre Dame or Alabama. It'd be a little different deal. And for me, it's the, the, the talent that they do have coming back is talent he has invested his blood, sweat, and tears into. That's the that. point, right? Sure. And so from a career arc standpoint, I don't disagree with you because... The career arc aspect is the big thing. That's the only reason for me that I would consider taking this job if I was a Tom Reese's Shoes, is the career arc. Because I could sit here and say, if they do this, 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 and this, then he could write his own ticket, right? But that's all conjecture. That's all me thinking what could happen based on the interest he's gotten so far. Because again, it's not like Notre Dame has lit the world on fire statistically the last few years. Yet you and I both know that they've had Miami, we know about Alabama now, and you and I both know that there's been NFL teams that have kind of expressed some interest in Tommy Reese to one degree or another. So my point is that interest has been there. Imagine if he's able to kind of build this offense into being something different and something better than what we've seen. That's what I'm saying. But again, that's conjecture. That's absolute conjecture. You know that five of the last OC, seven OCs have gone on to, and really you could go back even further than that. The only OC that I remember that didn't get a big promotion was what, Doug Nussmeyer? Because Jim McElwain got a promotion. Didn't he go from Alabama to Florida, correct? Yeah. If I, if yeah. I remember correctly. I think Doug Nussmeyer is the only guy that didn't really have, uh, didn't really have a, didn't really kind of get that promotion. So, you know, you're going back to, to Saban's the beginning of his tenure, you know, you look at, you and you look, it's funny you know, because he has had a lot more success with offensive coordinators than he has with defensive coordinators, which I kind of find kind of interesting and kind of funny, you know, but uh, you know, he had, he had uh, Nussmeyer's offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach in the 12 and 13. They won the title in 12, 13. They had a, I guess you could call it for Alabama down year for, for them, but, and then he moved on to Michigan for a lateral move. So the worst of the hire of the guys to get a job, the worst move that was made was a guy went from Bama to Michigan on a lateral move. Right. And, you know, and then you look at Notre Dame and I said, the track record's not there. So if it's all about the career arc, then yes, I do believe that that's a move to make. If you're talking about, you know, competing for national championship, that's another consideration because no, I don't think the offense is going to be as good at Alabama, but the defense, I think, depending on who he hires, but the defense is going to be, I think, really good next year because I feel like their defense underachieved greatly the last few years. You know this, Ryan. How many times have I said this on this show? Pete Golding is awful as a defensive coordinator. Awful. He wasted so much talent at Alabama. Well, you're going to get a lot of that talent back next year, and you just landed a – I mean, Alabama's offensive class in 2023 is pretty good. It's a tad overrated – what makes Bama the number one class in the country in on my class rankings is that is a defensive class that is just nuts.
2: Yeah. Keanu, Caleb Downs, James Smith. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Class. I mean, and
1: in, in, in the secondary, they needed, and that's a position that's not that 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 they needed an upgrade because they yeah. have been a little inconsistent recruiting the secondary the last few years. You know, you got Tony Mitchell, you got Caleb Downs, you got Desmond Ricks, you know, you got Jaleel Hurley. I I question who the corners are in that class outside of, you know, you know, one guy. It's a very safety. Ricks is a corner. It's a very safety kind of oriented. Jaleel Hurley, I think, can play corner, but they're two 6'2 two trees. I mean, the two corners they signed are both like 6'1, six, 6'2. Six, yeah. A great safety class. You know, the linebacker class leaves a lot to be desired, to be honest with you, but they've got a lot of talent coming back, a linebacker. So they didn't necessarily have a need for a bunch of linebackers in this class you know, after what they've been able to sign in in recent seasons, but I I do think they came up a little bit short there, but you know, you know, you look at it, Ryan, and from a team standpoint, Bama's ahead of Notre Dame right now. I mean, their down year was what 11 and two (laughs) Notre Dame's was nine and four, right. You know, you look at the schedule, they're both going to be tough schedules at that point in time. So if you're just looking at an offense, I, I will make the case and I will say this without hesitation and, don't really care what the pushback is. This is a move to me that if you're just looking at who, like what I would rather coach, I think that Notre Dame has the better roster coming back in 2023. I do. I think because with all do or say, yeah, I can get the most out of Ty Simpson, but who do you think that you have a better chance of getting the most out of in 2023? Ty Simpson or Sam Hartman and Tyler sure. Buckner, right? And we yep. all know that Tommy loves CJ Carr. I mean, he picked CJ Carr over Julian Sand. So now you're going to go to Alabama and you're going to coach the guy that you didn't think was as good as the guy that you've got at Notre Dame. Because we all know if Notre Dame wanted Julian Sand, he's committed to Notre Dame right now. We yeah, all know they this. Have, they could have had him, yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, he he did not hide the fact that he wanted to come to Notre Dame. So then you're going to go to Alabama and, and coach the guy that, that you didn't think was as good as the guy that you're going to get a coach at Notre Dame. Right? And so that's the thing I look back and I say, hey, listen, um, this is why I think that to me, this is the move I would rather make because again, he invested in building the roster to what it is now. If I was an outsider, I may not feel the same way. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of that's
2: kind of the way can, I look at it, Ryan. Can I ask you a question from sure. the from the Alabama perspective? I kind of do like how Tommy Reese's offense would fit down there. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that or do you disagree with that? Say that again. I, I do kind of like how Tommy Reese's offense would fit with Alabama, oh, sure. with how they would well, like to operate. Because,
1: yes, they, they, they run a pro-style system. They're not a college spread team. Uh, they They have some complexity. Now, Tommy's system is not as complex as Bill O'Brien's, and that's a compliment, because Bill O'Brien's system was unnecessarily complex, because he's one of those guys that likes to show everyone how smart
2: he is. Like more than anyone the one that I've literally ever met. He, he is a NFL guy to the worst octave. Man. The, the, like yes, he's he's he he the
1: stereotypical <laughs> bad version. of He's the stereotypical like NFL guy that you don't like. Exactly. Right. So I think that's a big part of it. And people that think the CJ Carr is just going to follow Tommy Reese to Notre Dame, just stop. Right. Just stop. Okay. To Alabama, you mean? To to Alabama. Alabama? Yes. To yeah. Alabama. Uh, yeah. No. Number one, Alabama already has a quarterback. Number one in that class. And number two, CJ Carr doesn't want to, he's, I mean, from what I understand, he's been pretty adamant. He wants to stay in the Midwest. He doesn't want to go too far away from home. So absolutely he did. He's not going to follow him to Alabama. So there's a lot of bad takes going on right now in the, <laughs> in the chat, Ryan, with some of this stuff. So let's discuss what we know and, and, and what we can argue now. So to me, I understand all the points about Alabama and they make a lot of sense and like I said career arc and national championship you feel like you're going to be pushed ahead by taking the Alabama job but I just kind of feel like knowing knowing Tommy Reese I feel like I hope I guess this may be more of a hope I hope that he looks at what he has built at Notre Dame and says but imagine what I could do for my own career arc if I can turn this into what I think it can be Sure. Because I know a lot of people around Notre Dame think that this offense has a chance to be special next year. That's a fact. I mean, now I'm not saying it will be right. The fact isn't that it will be a great offense. The fact is, is that people at Notre Dame are very excited about what this group can be, because there's a lot of excitement about the coaching staff that they've put together, uh, that Tom Reese had a big hand in, right. And there's a lot of excitement about the talent that's coming up and especially getting Sam Hartman. So, uh, look, here's here's the here's the deal. Like he, that's what he's got to decide. Do you want to be the next guy to do this at Bama, or do you want to be sort of be part of the guy that brings that back to Notre Dame? It's not as easy a decision as as it might seem in either direction. I mean, there there's there's strong pools. Ryan, you and I can sit here and convince, make very convincing arguments to go to Alabama, and we can make very convincing arguments to stay at at Notre Dame. That's the reality of it.
2: Yeah. So I mean. And I, I honestly, I don't necessarily think there's a wrong answer for him, right? Because both sides can no. present something tremendous no. possibilities. It's just, it is a tough decision. I mean, I, again, I, I just look at it and I say 31-year-old guy who has been in the NFL a little bit, but for the most part, Notre Dame is what he knows, right? Like he's a Chicago kid, grew up Notre Dame, graduated from Notre Dame. Sometimes guys also just kind of want to, spread their wings a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And and try sure. something a little different. Sure. And I understand I that. Tommy, yeah. I don't think that's Tommy,
1: though. I don't think that's Tommy, so. though. No. I mean, because otherwise he would have left already. I mean, he's had opportunities. He could have gone to LSU right. for a Miami, big contract. Correct. He could have gone to Miami. He yeah. could be a NFL quarterback's coach right now if he wanted to be. So there, he could be at Oregon right now. Remember, Oregon pursuit. Uh, Marco Mario Cristobal wanted to hire him his last year at Oregon. Big time. So he could be at a lot of different places that are big-time programs already if he just wanted to kind of spread his own wings. You know what I mean? I think that would have already happened. I think he would have followed Brian Kelly to LSU or used Brian Kelly leaving to go somewhere else, right? And that's what I think he would have ha- would have happened if he didn't really want to be here. Yeah. So does that mean he's not going to take this job? No, it doesn't mean that at all. It doesn't mean that at all. He could still take this job because, again, Alabama's a different animal than all those other positions we offered. I don't think if he takes a job, it would be because he wants to um, spread his wings, per se. Right. I think it would be because he views this and his career trajectory as a the best move for him in that regard. You got to think, too, he, his family's in Chicago, right? I mean, that's where his family's from. So it's not an easy decision. It really isn't an
2: easy decision. But We forgot one con, too, and this is just my. My opinion. Right. So maybe it's not a con for Tommy Reese, but living in Tuscaloosa, Alabama does not sound like a fun time to me personally, yeah. but
1: <laughs> so the people that I know that have lived in Tuscaloosa, the facilities in yeah. the football program are great. They're elite. Yes. they're special outside of that. T town's not the coolest place in the world, but he's also, you know, so, wow, well, he's in South Bend, Indiana. It's not cool either. Yeah. But he's an hour and a half from Chicago, which is where he's from. Yes, yes. Right. So it's a little bit of a different animal. No doubt. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, like I said, Ryan, I do think the thing about it is um, he is – I do expect a decision to be made soon. Like, I mean, that's just – that's the that's the way these things work, right, is they make they, – this isn't going to drag on. He's going to – you know, he's either going to get an offer or not, He's and he's going to accept it or not. This isn't one of those things where Nick Saban's going to be like, hey, man, take a week, you know, think it through. Uh, he's got to find a coach. there. It's February, and he doesn't have an offensive coordinator yet. He can't wait another week or two. figure it out you know wait on another guy so he's he's gonna have to move quickly
2: i also think that from the other side too is if tommy does want to stay in notre dame it's better to squash it quick right because then that's like you know players are going to be talking recruits are going to be talking fan base is obviously going to be talking so regardless you want to figure this out quickly to to back you. yeah here's
1: the here's the one thing ryan that's interesting is if he if he takes a job obviously where are we at right marcus freeman has to go hire a new offense coordinator I don't know who that would be. Maybe he promotes from within. Maybe he goes outside. I don't know what the answer to that would be. Now, I think the yeah. the easy answer, well, Jared Parker was the OC at West Virginia, and he's a friend of Freeman's, and you could hire him. And maybe that's the answer. I don't know enough about Jared and, Parker and what he ran at West Virginia to say that's a good or bad move. So this is just – sure me saying options and what, Ryan, what were we going to say? Uh, and I or was just going to
2: say, if you did promote from within, then you could, I mean, everyone always is clamoring for getting a quarterback coach in here. Yeah, a exactly. quarterback. Then you exactly. could figure that out too, if you want. Exactly.
1: To. You yeah. can go hire a right. quarterbacks coach to coach the quarterbacks, is, you right. know, which would make some people happy. Yes. The other option is to go outside the program. We'd have to look and see who those guys are. And, you know, the reality is, is does Notre Dame, is Notre Dame willing to pay the money to go get a big name guy from somewhere else? That's, that's a big question mark. Yeah. That big question mark. And so then, you know, you look at the, the next step is to look at and say, okay, well, what if he says no? Well, that's a big feather in your cap on the recruiting trail over the next yes. year. You know, it's like, look, here's why, why did you turn Alabama down? Because I think we have a better situation here. And, and it's one thing for a coach to say that when he's at a school, Hey, this is what I think we're trying to you know. Cause every coach like, Hey, we're trying to win a championship, right? Like what sure. coach uses this on the recruiting track? Hey, we're just trying to have fun. We suck. We're going to suck your whole four years. We're just out here having a good time. You know, no, Hey, we're trying to build for a championship, whether you believe it or not, but he can say, no, no, no. I had a chance. I got offered X amount of dollars. I chose less money to stay at Notre Dame because I think we're building this special thing here.
2: And I mean, cause I think people are going to say it's a negative regardless, but I would back up your opinion, Brian, because the only time it's really a big negative, in my opinion, is if a coach wants a job and he gets turned down for it. Like I think about Jim Harbaugh, right? When he was flirting with the Colts last year, it was like, he ended up not being picked for the position, right? He didn't turn it down. If Tommy does turn it down, it's like, whoa. That's it. Like he wants to be here. Right. He really it's wants to be mover. here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it has to happen quickly. It has to happen
1: quickly, and and so that's the interesting part is he'd have to he'd have to reach out to people now and say hey look I'm staying let's make this let's make this known and you can sell the heck out of that to top recruits like yeah I had a chance to take more money and go to Alabama and get closer to a title perceived perception wise and, and go to a place that sets me up because of what the other coordinators have done. But I chose to stay here because I think we're doing something special. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, the, the spiteful part of me wants to stay and do well. So I can tell all the people that have been ripping me for the last several years to just, you know, you know Shut what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, You know, so to me, I think that's a, an, an opportunity there, but again, it's it's easy to say that sitting here in this chair when I don't have Nick Saban trying to convince me to come coach for him. So, okay. and, and we've been here before. I mean, Chip Long interviewed with Nick Saban a couple times, and you know, so it, it's it's not like the it's not the first time that Nick Sabans tried to poach a coach from Notre Dame. But I think this one is a little bit more sincere and serious in regard to. I don't know that Chip Long was interviewing for the OC job necessarily at both places full oc there was like co-oc one year tight ends and i think another year this is a, a, a one that's like saying hey this is this is the job you're the oc you're the quarterback's coach sure so and that, that's that's kind of where we're at ryan